Hello and welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live at Love Walk and I am your host Lila Winston. I hope you are doing well and I pray that God is blessing in your life. Um, guys, I want to have a really beautiful discussion about truth. I think this is really an important aspect of our walk with Christ, especially because he says he is the truth. He says he's the way, the truth, and the life. And then another thing that we know of him is that if you know the truth, it will make you free. And I think that if we're going to have an abundant and free life, then we need to have a discussion about truth. We need to have an understanding of how it works in our life and the actual importance of it. And I want to have this discussion in a practical way so that you can see how it applies to your everyday life. As you know, we come together to read in the Word of God so that we can practically apply it to our lives and also so that we can accomplish the purpose of our lives. And truth is a very big part of the believer's life. And I think this is a really foundational idea, a foundational um, study that we need to do. And so I want us to go ahead and jump into that study today. And we're going to start reading in Proverbs. We're going to read Proverbs and we're going to um, read in chapter one, I'm sorry, chapter eight. So grab your Bible and turn to Proverbs chapter eight, and we're going to read from verse one until verse eight. So that's Proverbs chapter eight, verse one to verse eight. And it says, does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice she stands in the top of the high places by the way in the places of the paths she cries at the gates at the entry of the city at the coming in at the doors unto you O men i call and my voice is to the sons of men O you simple understand wisdom and you fools, be you of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things, for my mouth shall speak truth. And wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. So, um, I think this is really foundational because I want you to understand while she claims to be wisdom, this is wisdom that's crying out in the street. She talks of understanding, you know, she talks of, you know, all of these ideas of discretion, you know, she says she's just kind of crying out. She talks about understanding and, you know, she, she says that she's wisdom. She says that you know, understanding is crying out to, but there's something very important that you have to understand. She said, all of the things that come out of her mouth are truth. And that is actually where I want us to settle today, that whatever thing is wise, whatever understanding that you need to come to for anything in your life, um, for any uh, position that you're going to take in your life, 
or even your, your own purpose, the people in your life, the relationships, um, the business, the work, career, children, whatever it may be, if we are going to stand in this place, if we're going to listen to wisdom, if we're going to have understanding, we have to understand there's a foundational point about all of these, and that is truth. And truth is so very vital because Christ is truth, okay? He is truth. He is the way and the truth. This is very important. If we look in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 5, it says, Oh, you simple, understand wisdom, and you fools, be you of an understanding heart. And the reason we're kind of looking at this is because the fool and the simple, um, both of these, they're having this uh, con- this dialogue, this sort of inner dialogue, this issue with truth when it comes to the steps that they need to take, okay? It says the simple need to understand wisdom, okay? So if you're simple, you need the capacity to understand wisdom. And we understand wisdom, which in our uh, anchor text is crying out in the street about understanding, crying out in the street, um, telling people to take hold of her, but she says her words are truth. So there is an issue with truth when we talk about the simple person who needs to understand wisdom, okay? The fool needs to have understanding heart, an understanding heart, that's what it says. So we have something different going on. We have the simple needing to understand in a cognitive sort of way, wisdom in a cognitive way. And then we have the fool, according to the scriptures, I'm calling nobody a fool, okay? But according to the scriptures, we have a fool that needs to have an understanding heart. So in order to get to the point of wisdom, one needs an understanding heart. And so when the verse speaks of the fool, he's speaking of the heart. And when he speaks of the simple, he speaks of wisdom in the reasoning or in the cognitive mind. This illustrates that foolishness is a heart posture. This is what I want you to understand. We all have met people, maybe we've been those people who um, have done things and we knew better than to do them. Or we've known people who continually sort of engage in a certain kind of uh, activity that leads to the wrong conclusions or the wrong outcomes. And so there's something about the heart that's going on. This isn't something that they need to understand and know in their cognitive mind, in the thinking part of their mind. In fact, they may absolutely understand that, you know, running with those kinds of people is dangerous, is wrong, is not right, or, you know, getting involved with this person is only going to be, they may know this in a cognitive way, but in terms of their heart, that's really something very important. It's telling us that their heart is what's pushing them to do it because not all the time people are making wrong decisions because they can't figure it out. They don't know whether it's good or not. Some people are, yes, stepping off the cliff, okay? (laughs) They know they're stepping off the cliff. So a lot of you out there who give advice to your friends, who, you know, have known people like that and you're consistently giving them advice, sometimes they know, okay? Sometimes they know already. And so let's move to Proverbs chapter 8, verse 7. It says, For my mouth shall speak truth, 
and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. So this is so very key because if this is the case, then in a mathematical way, we can say that if wisdom speaks truth, then that which is not true is not wise. Think about this, okay? If, if we can say wisdom speaks truth, then that which is not true is not wise and wisdom will not speak it, okay? Beware of those who deny, delay, or do not speak the truth. Contrary to all other forms of belief, and I think it's really contrary to God's kind of wisdom because we're not talking about the wisdom of man here. Uh, this is not what we're having a conversation about. We're talking about the wisdom of God. And the wisdom of God is embalmed, entrenched, covered in truth. In fact, in verse 7, uh, it literally says, my mouth shall speak truth. So if we know the, the mouth of wisdom speaks truth, then anything that is lies, anything that isn't true, up front, um, evident, there's a lie hidden in there and it cannot be wise, you know, and, and this is what I want you to understand as you navigate life, because a lot of times they'll tell you, well, don't say this or don't tell people this because, you know, if you tell them the truth, they won't do A, B, C, or you know how that goes. Sometimes we don't tell all of it because we don't want you know, a certain reaction. Well, the Bible is telling us here that it is wise to tell the truth. It is wisdom to tell the truth. And if it is not truthful, you can bet it's not wise. And truth is necessary to make good and wise decisions for long-range results. It's just a fact. And just as they say in the military, garbage in is garbage out, that's absolutely true. Many people who lie or conceal the truth or deceive do not know that they are spewing garbage into their lives and will ultimately have to receive a harvest on that garbage. You see, when you tell a lie, when you uh, hide the truth um, or augment the truth or whatever it may be that means you're not being authentically you, you know what I mean? You're sort of misrepresenting. It's like if I give a speech, you know, that, uh, I don't know, you know, Obama gave, the president of the United States gave, and then I say it's mine, that is me misrepresenting the truth. I am, and we can do this, we see this in many areas. People misrepresent the truth in many ways. <laughs> they do it by, you know, putting the wrong picture on their, you know, different profiles. They do it by misrepresenting things, and that's not something we want to do. And I'm trying to tell you and give you all of these ways so you understand that there is a safety, there is a security, there is wisdom in holding on and embracing truth, no matter how hard that truth may be, okay? And we, we kind of understand that the law of sowing and reaping dictates that you get more back of what you put in. So you have to understand this as a believer, as an individual in the world. A lot of people don't understand that, you know, if you plant 
I don't know, peanuts, you're not gonna get back just one peanut. If you plant an apple seed, you're not going to get back just one apple. And so it's important for us to understand that the law of sowing and reaping um, actually comes into play when you uh, tell a lie, when you deceive. Like for instance, if I am portraying to be someone that I'm not, I'm going to consistently have to portray that in order to make other people believe who I am. Sure, at first it might get me into some doors, but when people realize, you know, the talent isn't mine, the idea isn't mine, I'm not really who I say that I am, um, I'm not, you know, whatever the thing may be, then it leads me down a path and it creates See, I'm sowing seeds in my life. And that's what I want you to understand. That's why it's so important that if you're going to even attempt to embrace wisdom, you have to embrace truth. If you're not embracing truth, you're not embracing wisdom. You're not embracing understanding. You're not embracing Christ because Christ is truth, okay? You know, if you, truth is so foundational to what it is and who it is we are. God wants us to be authentic. Are you authentic or are you playing someone else? Are you wearing someone else's clothes? After a while, we're going to figure it out. This verse also says that wickedness is an abomination to the lips of wisdom. So it's it's a, it's sort of like the opposite of. It's it's um it's against it. So what we can deconstruct is that it speaks of wickedness as being not wise, okay? So anything that is wicked is not wise, and we understand that even because of the law of sowing and reaping. You're not just doing things and they're just going away and disappearing into the, to the, to the, you know, into the ether or the neither or whatever. They're, you're not just disappearing into thin air. You are planting seeds, and that's why it's so important for us to stand on truth, okay? Look at what it says in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 8. It says, all the words of my mouth are righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them, okay? Here we see it says all, not some of the words of my mouth, of the mouth of wisdom are righteous. It says all. Sometimes it's difficult in a given situation to determine, you know, what is the wise thing to do. But it starts by a process of illumination. You can rule out all of the unrighteous options because that's not wise. It's, it's just that simple. The Bible is telling us that wisdom is righteous. So anything that is righteous, you can rule out. Just like we know that anything that's not true, you can rule that out because it's not wise. This is the beginning of it. If you have to portray something that you're not, if you have to pretend that car out front <laughs> is yours and it's not, if you have to lie to that girl and, you know, you know, to get something from her and, and you're really not the person that she thinks. If you have to, if you are a, a leader, if you have to portray yourself, if you're a religious leader, if you have to portray yourself and your knowledge and all those types of things is something that it is and it is not, see, it always goes back to truth. If you really want wisdom, if you really want to live a wise life, this is where it starts, okay? This is where we get 
you know, that understanding to move forward. And I'm going to tell you, being wise, it may not always put you as the millionaire immediately. It may take time because to be wise, you have to be truthful. And sometimes if you're untruthful, it might get you that opportunity that you want. It might get you uh, to the place that you thought you needed to be. It might get you the guy or the girl. It might, you know, get you the car you wanted. But it's that long-term sewing of a lie that is going to be a problem that goes against wisdom, okay? You can rule out all of the unrighteous options, okay? That's because the scripture plainly tells us that all things wise are righteous. Now, we're not talking about man's uh, wisdom because this is something I think a lot of people make the mistake on. They confuse man's wisdom with God's wisdom. Man's wisdom might say lie. You know, man's wisdom might say fudge the resume. Man's wisdom might say, say that it's yours when it's not. That's what man's wisdom say because it's going to advance you quickly or advance you in the way that you want. God's wisdom says, be honest about who you really are, what you really do, you know, what, you know, be honest and be upfront. And so that is what the Bible is telling us to do. And that is how we get good results, even if the results aren't immediate and when you want them to. I think that's really the underlying thing about lies and about untruths. When we don't tell the truth, usually we do it because we know that it's not going to get us what we want. Okay? And we're not willing to wait or to lose that opportunity or, you know, maybe we need time to grow. You know, we don't know what God could be doing in our lives, but we circumvent that by using a lie. And so if someone, uh, you know, and, and I just want to say right here and just make a caveat here because I don't want you to feel like you have to tell people <laughs> everything about yourself. I'm not saying that you are just an open book. And if anyone asks you a question, are you, did you have a fight with your husband this morning? Um, you know, how much money do you have in your bank account? Um, where do you live exactly? I'm not telling you to tell people all of your business, but there are ways that you can handle such um, pointed questions that you do not want to reveal the information. You don't have to lie. So let's say if someone invites you to a birthday party and you don't want to go, simply say thanks and that you can't make it. I, I, I won't be making it out tonight sending your send them some good thoughts and if they ask why you can say I'd prefer not to discuss it or you can say yeah it's not something I'm going to do right now yeah I'm just not going to be able to make it out that's it you don't have to tell them I broke a leg you know my uncle is in the hospital <laughs> you know people tell such amazing stories just to get out of simple things and they don't realize what they're planting in the ground you know and you know sometimes you know it might be more in some areas it's more you know um i don't know if you say common for people to just tell just these whale of its stories and whenever someone tells me a lie like that like oh yeah you know i i couldn't make it because the dog drowned or whatever and then i find out the dog is living in well it doesn't make me um in terms of respect or anything it makes them me say i don't think i can trust you for anything because you couldn't tell me the basics 
you you could have just said i can't make it you didn't have to tell a lie it's kind of like with ananias and sapphira if you can remember that story about how they came and uh, they were supposed to sell their goods and give their money you know to the uh, disciples and they told them that they had sold it for so much and they really hadn't all they had to say is we're giving this amount of money <laughs> that's it in fact paul said exactly that he said why would you lie when you could just say we're giving 50 bucks we're giving 10 percent of what we um what we got from the land or whatever it is that is what i'm saying is better to tell the truth okay and look what it says in first timothy um chapter 4 verse 8 it says bodily exercise profits little but godliness is profitable unto all things having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come so godliness will profit everything in your life we know how much good exercise benefits the mind and body yet here in comparison to godliness the writer says that profits very little imagine what effect godliness is having on your body your work your family your community even your city that's the power of standing in god's truth that's the beginning of wisdom it's it's understanding it's fear of the holy if you fear him you know he is truth okay how can you stand on a wisdom if you can't stand on the truth the truth of who you are the truth of your life the truth of truth of what you're capable of don't stand on somebody else's accomplishments don't stand on somebody else's ideas don't stand on somebody else's presence stand on what god gave you what god gave you and this is so very important because every believer need to stand in the truth of who God made them because that is the beginning of wisdom it doesn't matter how much of the book of wisdom you you read it doesn't matter how much understanding you have if you are not standing on God's truth because remember it's not wisdom unless it's true it's not wisdom unless it's truth these are some underlying foundational ideas that we sometimes miss if you are in an effort to increase you know your understanding of the word of god of mankind and wisdom if you want to increase your wisdom if you want to increase your life you have to stand on truth i don't care how much you study wisdom if if you cannot bring forth truth at the end of that then it will not be wisdom that's the catch 22 of wisdom she said that everything that comes out of her mouth is true so if you're going to attempt to not have a foolish heart and if you're going to attempt to not be simple and to understand wisdom if you're going to attempt to do any of those things truth is foundational if you're going to attempt to be a believer of Christ if you're going to attempt to be a follower if you're going to attempt to make disciples of men then you have to stand on truth. And so I really hope that this Bible study helped you. I know that it has been, you know, kind of an eye-opening thing to understand how connected wisdom and truth and righteousness and godliness all of these things are. And I just want to give you an example. Um, you know, I remember one time a while back and you know, I said to myself, if I tell this person this true thing, 
then I'm not going to be able to get this, you know, whatever this thing is. And that was true. I probably wouldn't have, but what I got was not what I wanted. If I had told the truth, I would have circumvented the problem. I would have circumvented the issue that was caused because I got the thing that I thought I wanted. And that is where I want you to understand when you're using God's truth, you'll always get the thing that is right for you. You'll never be confused. You'll never be, I'm not saying you won't have problems in life. We all will, but you can be assured and rest easy at night that whatever you're getting is what God actually intended for you to have, what you're able to handle, what you're going to do well in, that which will not bring you down. And that's the beauty of really telling the truth and walking in truth. Without truth, we find ourselves in a quagmire. We wade further and further out into the deep end, you know, of the lake. And before we know it, we're up to our neck. And God may not have wanted you to go that way. God may not have wanted you to have that success. I know that sounds crazy, but that's what truth is. Truth isn't facts. Truth is what God really wants you to have. And when you stick to the truth of who you really are, then you're going to get what you really need. God's going to lead you in the path of righteousness. How can you walk in the path of righteousness if you do not cling and cleave to truth? Christ says he is the way and the truth. If you want to go the right way, you're going to need the truth. And if you want the truth, that's how you go the right way. So I really hope this Bible study helped you. I want to encourage you to go back and read uh, and see what it says. Um, I want to encourage you, stand in who you are and who God has made you and the gifts that God has given you and let God use that because that is going to give you the actual life that you're supposed to have, the actual life that you can handle, the actual life that's going to bring him glory. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.